0: Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available
1: on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.
2: Discover
0: the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at com slash in car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through four fourteen twenty four. 24 Wall supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded, too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases.
2: That's right. Cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention? There are no fees. Period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.
3: This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost
4: Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio.
2: Tasha has still not disappointed. Uh, the guys actually... <laughs>
1: She's so good.
2: I mean, and the guys actually, I feel like for the first time, tasha has been great. But these guys after after this week, I say uh and tell me if i'm wrong like they're not disappointing now they had disappointed me up until this week i just felt like i didn't know them i didn't know what was going on and this week i'm leaving this episode going these guys got something special
0: i wish i could elaborate but you know
2: i mean so hey we're back with another episode of the almost famous podcast we're breaking down tatia season we have some incredible guests today we want to uh tell you all listeners to tune in for the whole episode because it's going to be stacked full we have kenny from this season of uh the bachelorette coming on to talk about everything behind the scenes his life i'm sure ashley's super curious on his job and what a boy band yes, manager my gosh and then we're gonna have right now the queen of the franchise caitlin bristow on to talk about her uh victory on dance with the stars and having the mirror ball by her side now for a long time caitlin bristow will be coming on but Hey, we have Bachelor headlines to break down. And Ashley, as usual, you're the you are the expert on this. And I know, I know these headlines do not disappoint. So here we go. Let's dive in. Okay, let's do it. Bachelor Nations Ari Lion Dyke Jr. reveals he tested positive for COVID 19. It's been rough. He says this is according to People magazine.
0: Yeah, he came out on Thursday, said that he was diagnosed with COVID nine days ago, which is why he was not appearing on social media for a while. He uh, said that, you know, they've been, he and Lauren and their daughter have been pretty far apart from him in the house, at least 25 feet away. Tomorrow, as in like Friday, this past Friday, he got to see if he was cleared and he was. So um, that, that, that's it. Um, I, he didn't say anything about his symptoms. I actually think that he was pretty much asymptomatic.
2: Well, you know, a lot of people right now around the the country and around the world are still struggling with this virus. It's more prevalent than ever. So it's not a shock, right? That Ari Dyke Jr. Uh, has COVID, but, uh, we do want to update you anytime people do. Now, speaking of illnesses, there is somebody in b- the bachelor nation that is literally the picture of health. Typically. I mean, this guy, Uh, runs ultra marathons, he does triathlons, he is a former professional football player. Uh, I've been around him many times, and he's uh, quite a few years older than me. But his uh, activity level and his uh, endurance has always shocked me. And so this is a weird story, Ashley, and I want to hear what you think. Bachelor Nation's Trista Sutter says husband Ryan is struggling with a mystery illness. This according to E! Online.
0: I know. This is so sad. So Tristan said that he's at the point where he can't work or cook or exercise, or even be with the family. And they've been struggling this for months and struggling to get answers. They did get a huge relief recently finding out that he does not have cancer. Um, but there's still no diagnosis for the discomfort that he's feeling. Um, this is, how horrible is that?
2: It's just scary with the unknown. And, and I, and again, Ugh. I want to emphasize like this guy is like super healthy. I mean, he takes health very seriously. He always has since I've known him. He's pushed me, um, to you know to be a, a just more active as I get older. And mm-hmm. so this is this is not something to like gloss over. Like this is there's something going on. And so they're in our thoughts and prayers. There, And we'll try to update you as this story continues, but it is something to to watch as Bachelor Nation show your support for Ryan and Tristan and the the family. uh,
0: So so sad. Um, Yeah, we'll keep you updated, you guys. And I just want to go back to Ari's COVID diagnosis for a second. Like the headline was, "It's been rough," but yeah, even though he hasn't been symptomatic, what he meant by "It's been rough" is that he hasn't been able to be with his girls for uh, he hasn't been able to touch you know his family in over a week. So.
2: It's tough. Well, That's what sucks about it. Uh, Ashley, there's been rumors around this couple really since uh, they got together. Uh, rumors that things weren't going well. Things that that you know they were, that you know they were struggling. But they continue to prove to us that things are going fine. Bachelor Nation's uh, Claire Crawley and Dale Moss spend first Thanksgiving together after engagement.
0: So I'm a little confused by this uh, because he's from Minnesota and I thought that most of his family was living in Minnesota still, right?
2: South Dakota, because... I thought. He was in South Dakota. Oh, so
0: South Dakota, thank yeah. you. So South Dakota, but apparently they they spent time with some of his family in La Jolla, California this past Thanksgiving. Uh, they drove down to a seven-hour road trip. Uh, Claire said that she loved the quality time with Dale. Uh, they have a family farm there so they got chickens she was running around with the chickens on social media we saw them running around at the beach um she said that she was you know just seeing what she posted on social she was saying that like like they've been getting in bed at like six o'clock drinking hot chocolate watching romantic Christmas movies she said that she very much enjoyed her holiday with Dale um and I guess the family sounds like a dream
2: sounds like an absolute dream to Go to bed at six o'clock, drink hot chocolate with your loved <laughs> ones. I don't know. It's not, I can't think of anything much better. Hey, uh, speaking of Claire, uh, she came out this week on her social media and said she's been going through things after her bachelorette exit. And her quote is, I'm simply trying my best. This is according to people.
0: Uh, the caption goes, hi, it's me, Claire. Not Claire that you've seen edited on your television or social media squares, but the human with feelings, insecurities, emotions, any normal life just like you. And just like you, I'm going through things big and small that all of us experience at some point or another. Just like you, I can be shy and awkward or even fighting off my anxiety the best I can that day. There are good days and bad days. Being on reality TV does not exempt me or any of us from that. I will do my best to rise above the negativity and find the positive, but I'm not a superhuman. So when you choose to pass judgments without knowing someone personally or even something as small as a snide comment, please remember that just like you, I'm simply trying my best. And then Dale responded to this Instagram post saying, you are never alone. Your strength, love, and passion has and will continue to help so many people out there who may be afraid to share their struggles
2: it can't be easy. I mean, her exit obviously was controversial. Uh, it wasn't what bachelor nation was thinking was going to happen. Obviously Taisha has done a great job, but, um, the, you know, the feedback coming after her exit has been tough. And so, uh, it is always helpful to see people share vulnerability and Claire has definitely done that. Now we had it just a few weeks ago, uh, our friends giving and, um, it was awesome. It was really fun, and we actually had a couple really special guests from Bachelor Nation with us. One of those guests was Crystal Nielsen. Well, Bachelor Nation's Crystal Nielsen reveals the sex of her first baby, this according to E.
0: She's having a girl. (laughs) I kind of expected it. I just vibed it, didn't you? Yeah,
2: I mean... Is this weird? I don't know if this is going to get a lot of hate or not, but it just kind of feels like Crystal is a girl mom. Girl mom. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, she's like a girl mom. Like, Like, um, I don't know. I just get that feeling.
0: So feminine that it's almost, I almost can't imagine her growing a boy.
2: (laughs) So Crystal Nielsen is having a girl. Well, Hey, Ashley, this is a tough story.
0: Um, no, this is this is the worst.
2: Yeah, this one r- really just shook. Um, and it shook me this week. Uh, Batch. The, the headline reads this: "Bachelors Ashley Spivey is devastated by second pregnancy loss after delivering beautiful son Christopher." Now, you know one thing has happened here recently, and uh, and moms and and dads are starting to become more open about their struggles with pregnancy and it's becoming less taboo to talk about it. And which is helpful for so many, because, uh, so many people, uh, a large part of the population do struggle to get pregnant and then to carry a child. Well, this, this hit deep. This is according to us weekly. So here's what happened. Uh, Ashley, uh, revealed uh, to all of us that she suffered a pregnancy loss on Thursday, November 26th. And her, um, Caption reads, we delivered Christopher James at 4.27 p.m. The Bachelor alum, who is 36 years old, captioned an Instagram post, like his namesake, my dad, he was taken too early from us. His death is a result of a cord being wrapped around his neck. He was absolutely beautiful with my eyes and dark hair and Steve, her husband's nose and lips. The former reality star concluded that she and her husband are devastated by the loss. So everybody at the Almost Famous Podcast, uh, and I and I can think I can speak for all of us listening. All of Bachelor Nation um, is is there to mourn with you, Ashley. To take a second today and just think about how lucky we are if we have had a kid, or you know that we are alive on this earth. Like it does, you know, what it did for me. Uh, Ashley was it mm. made me take a step back, and and every once in a while we have these moments where like just being alive, like just having breath, um, feels so sacred. Like it almost just like shudders you in a and just like. A, appreciation and thankfulness and um so we're just we're thinking of you ashley and her husband steve during this tough time uh moving on uh kindle long reveals if she'd return to bachelor in paradise in us weekly's candlelight confessions
0: she said that she tries to live as if she's not depending on bachelor world to find her future husband because then she would just be holding off on finding love Um, however, she said she's had nothing but amazing experiences and it has worked for her in the past. So if it worked for her once, maybe it could work for her twice. She said, I'm not trying to put all my eggs in the bachelor basket. I'm still dating and I'm still single. Huh?
2: It's, uh, well, Hey, Kendall's always one that, uh, is intriguing, right? There's like a lot of curiosity around Kendall. So who knows what's going to happen next? But the bachelor next headline is the bachelor finally dropped a bunch of new Matt James promos. This according to cosmopolitan.
0: So in these promos, we see a couple things. We see a contestant rolling up in a carriage. We see a contestant arriving in lingerie, like I discussed with you last week. There's a contestant literally falling over. Um, hence the, all the puns that we'll have about falling from Matt. Then, of course, we see lots of Matt wandering in the foliage of Pennsylvania shirtless. <laughs> and then we have this new phrase, the matchler. <laughs> I don't know if that's like gonna work. It the Matchler, the Bachelor, the Matchler. I guess so. It what do you think about that? Is it a stretch?
2: I think I don't think it sticks. I think Matt's gonna yeah. have something else that sticks, like the match. I don't think people are gonna be going around town and be like, "Have you watched the Matchler this week?" It's, no, that's not a thing.
0: It's no Wanuary or Prince farming.
2: No, it's not. It, it, but hey, it works. And uh, again, we're super pumped for that season. We have a great season of the Bachelorette. Like we said, we're gonna break down today. Uh, with special guest Kenny, um, and then we'll break down the episode between Ashley and I. But it is super exciting um, to know that Matt's just right around the corner. Well, hey, speaking of right around the corner, we're going to talk to Kenny in a little bit about Paradise, see if he'll ever go on or who he thinks will go on. But until we do, Chris Harrison reveals plans for Bachelor in Paradise return, It's going to be a murderer's row of choices of people. Wow.
0: I tell you what, Chris
2: Harrison is on one with the Lions this year.
0: I was going to say, what a word choice. Oh, my God. So, I mean, this has just been obvious to me. It's been something that I think about quite a bit. Because we didn't have a Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise season, that means that all the girls from Peter's season um, are in contention to be on The season of paradise as well as the guys from claire slash tasha season and then um the girls from matt's upcoming season so i have to say the guys have it way easy in getting a slot in paradise and these girls are gonna have to fight to the nail to end up there i mean they have they better have stayed semi-relevant if you're from peter season And the girls from Matt's season are going to have to really come with a splash because there's still the same amount of spots for Paradise. And there are two seasons of females to fill them.
2: It's uh, going to be exciting. I mean, I'm really pumped. And I know a lot of fans out there who just really, I mean, some Bachelor Nation fans just watch Paradise. Like they don't watch the regular seasons. They just love Paradise. I know there's a lot of people anxious and excited about this season of Paradise. And the fact that it is in the works and there are plans being made. Uh, just gets me all riled up. Well, Hey, uh, we do have Kenny coming on in just a second before we do. Let's take a break uh, and uh, we'll bring Kenny on. And then again, in a little bit, we'll have Caitlin Bristow talking about her time on dance with the stars.
0: As every parent knows kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Even Duracell's packaging is child-secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pampers Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pampers Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag pampers, diapers, and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of a leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one.
1: Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. Happy International Women's Day. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax
0: refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. It'll save you so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? Try a new hobby, invest in materials or classes for a hobby that you've been curious about, whether it's painting, cooking, or playing a musical instrument. Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless, plus it runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424. Wall supplies last online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited Plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines, all in the Silver Unlimited Plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in the Metrics 1H2. 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases.
2: That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cash back debit. Discover bank member FDIC.
4: Okay,
0: guys. I mean, it would be wrong if I didn't introduce the boy band manager. Oh, geez. Kenny, Kenny's <laughs> Sorry, on the line right now. He was sadly eliminated last week. Kenny, your last name is Brash?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's right. All that's right, right, so you got
0: Kenny Brash. So, uh, Kenny, you gotta tell me. Like, yeah. who do you, what boy bands do you manage? Is this really your occupation? Or did they just give you this title because you have fantastic boy band hair?
3: Oh gosh. You actually, uh, Ben's like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) it's actually true to believe it or not uh it looks like a joke but um it's it's uh it's a boy band tribute band so we we
0: so we actually possibly even better
3: it is better so like when we play you would see you know we we cover in sync backstreet boys one direction all of ben's favorites basically yeah the mic is on the block
0: holy this is my dream come true (laughs) Can we watch? What's their name?
3: Uh, It's just, it's the boy band night. uh, And like after
0: the night brothers, like, come on. No,
3: It's sort of named as an event. So it's like, you're going out and it's boy band night. So that's kind of where the name came from. So it's, it's the boy band night, Chicago on Instagram, but uh, it's a full band. It's like seven pieces, full band, uh, the whole deal. It's cool.
0: Do they all have great boy band hair?
3: Uh, Well... They I did. I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, they used to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, how many bachelorette parties turn out to boy band night?
3: Uh that's our bread and butter actually. So uh when we first started doing this thing, that's that was like our crowd was like a ton of bachelorette parties. Um the cool, I mean, I don't know. The cool the the, the beauty of the act is that it's it draws like 85% Women, which bars love to to hear that when we play there. <laughs> it
2: actually is an amazing concept. burning. Like it's a it's a. I mean, you should see Ashley right now. She is literally her shoulders are up I, by her ears. She's so getting <laughs> anxious. I mean, I'm just gonna stay <laughs> quiet, <laughs> Kenny. Honestly, like I was excited to meet you. uh I'm gonna sit back here. I've only one big question for you that I'm gonna save to the end. So Ashley, okay, you just keep this boy band thing going because I know this is your <laughs> bread and butter.
0: Okay, thank you, thank you. Because I was gonna, it was gonna be a real downer if we had to get into the show right now. <laughs> Who's okay. your favorite boy band? Uh,
3: You know, I always go in sync only cause uh, I like Justin Timberlake, you know, I'm, I'm a big okay. JT guy. Uh, okay, but well, I, fantastic I, I don't I, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, like I do have so many and like there are different nostalgic periods of my life associated with each, but I usually go with sync, but New Kids on the Block is really, really close for like personal reasons but then (laughs) i but then like musically i have to say i think like the most timeless music comes from backstreet
3: i yeah i agree backstreet i think as an actual boy band band uh backstreet because they're still they're still like
0: yeah selling out arenas
3: Yeah. yeah they're still we actually did a we did a thing with aj in january uh he was doing like a little side thing and he like, we, we we played and he played with like a DJ and uh, it was kind of cool. But That's he's so fun. Cool.
0: I was yeah. gonna say of all the boy banders you've met, who has been your favorite? Because AJ is definitely up there on my list. He, what a kind soul. He was on he this was, podcast.
3: Oh, nice. Yeah, he's he was awesome. It was cool. We had him uh, at where I work. Uh, I'm a, uh, I work at a venue uh, in here in Chicago and he came out and he was cool. Like he hung out the whole day, they were there. We played. It was pretty awesome.
2: Now, nice. AJ has a podcast with iHeart, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. So uh, nice. give a little shout out to uh, AJ's podcast, which is called Pretty Messed Up. It's a good podcast, and uh, he is a nice guy. Yeah. Nice
0: okay. Well, um, I will move on to other uh, categories of your life that I find to be very interesting, like the okay. fact that you, uh, you hate cheese. What in the... <laughs> yeah, I <know> <laughs>
3: Now that I think, I don't know where the hell that came from. I think they had, they made that up. I mean, I don't, I don't put cheese on a lot of, but like I'll eat cheese sometimes. Ben's pissed right now. <laughs> uh, no,
2: I'm actually all for this one. Like cheese mess, right, right. cheese messes me up. Like it's, see cheese and I don't get along. Um, I eat it, yeah. but it doesn't, we don't get along. Uh, no. In fact, this is a great conversation because Kenny, when somebody asked me about the Almost Famous Podcast, who doesn't listen to it, you know how I explain it to them? And I've never told Ashley this. So I say, I say, I have this amazing co-host, Ashley Iconetti, who could not be more different than me like in every interest in life. And so I oftentimes feel like the dad who sits here and learns about what's going 100%. on going on in pop culture because Ashley yeah. doesn't miss a thing like when it comes to boy bands, who's in a relationship with who, who's hot and who's uh, not. Like Ashley <laughs> is on top of it. Where well, and so like my job's super easy. My job is literally to sit here and know nothing ever and just comment <laughs> as we go. It's a great job. It's a good gig.
3: I got to apply for that job. Yeah, well, <laughs> you can't take wow. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: it's locked up. Well, hey, I want to start with my question here um, because uh, we do have a lot of, of the show to talk about. My question to you, Kenny, is how many buttons is too many buttons to be appropriate?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think we. I came to the uh, conclusion that three is appropriate. Anything past three is inappropriate, which I surpassed.
2: So with, a few times. for a guy, like, I think there was a comment made during this season. Uh, I don't know if it was by Claire or, Tash, or Somebody said, like, Kenny literally doesn't have an ounce of hair on his body. So a guy like me who – Except for on his head. On his, yeah, it's it's all gone <laughs> to the right places. Um, <laughs> so for a guy like me who uh, it, likes to stay warm in the summer, um, how many buttons is appropriate for me – or, or
3: you got a lot of, you got a lot of, yeah, I got a, th- I, I got a thick of- sweater. I
2: got a thick sweater. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Maybe I wouldn't go past one then. Okay. Just because unless it, does it pop out? Like, does it hang nah, out? It, keep pop, it, it
2: keeps it trimmed. I just, you know, uh-huh. I was watching this season. It was something I'm always interested in when it comes to watching every season is what's fashionable, what's going on. Like what, what guys are doing what to, you know, stay in shape. and, I watched you and I said, there's nothing that Kenny has that I have. Uh, you're, you're tan. Uh, you have a lack of hair, but yet you have a, a full mound of hair on your head. So I'm just impressed with you. And that's really all I needed from this whole interview was just like, hey, how many buttons can I unbutton? Because it feels sexy. It
0: does.
3: I, I'm a chest hair fan. So I love like the old school. Uh, I have another band that does like 70s soft rock. And it's like, oh, my God. There.
0: I have to go to Chicago.
3: Yeah, My other sure. thing, there's
0: boy bands and soft rock. Okay, like yeah. I know Richard Marx is more of like an eighties, yeah. early nineties guy, no, but like, that's... oh, I can get just as passionate about Richard Marx as I can about In Sync. Continue, sorry, Kenny.
3: Yeah, no, that was just that that like we do the those guys have the chest hair out and the open shirt. Uh, they're a little they're a little overweight they got mustaches and all the beard and uh, and it's it's pretty cool
2: so they're just like me that's what you're saying you're you're comparing (laughs) them to me right now cool man that feels good
0: hey kenny how many women have you met at these concerts that come out because they're so um geared toward women pretty much your age too you're you're 30 you're one of the older guys right you're 36
3: 39 yeah holy
0: crap how is that possible? Look at this man. Yeah, I'd say you were 29 looking at you on the Zoom. I'm not I trying was, to butter yeah. you up. That's insane.
3: All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I was the oldest after after night one. So I think Jeremy uh, was 40 and he got after he got eliminated, I was the oldest for pretty much the whole time. What is, how does that That's
2: feel? Because um, I was the youngest, which, you know, obviously, as we see uh, with this week, like, you know Noah and I were the same age when we were on the show um okay. and that was its own unique challenges right to kind of prove that you had what it takes to be in a relationship or when you get the question are you really ready to settle down you you'd have to come up to your head and say i think so i don't really know but I, I believe i am what is it like to be the oldest sitting in that room
3: um i mean i i personally i loved being the oldest but i also don't people don't think i'm my age but at least my my thought process i i've seen a lot of and experienced a lot of being my age. So, uh, it's cool to like look younger, but also be able to like think older, if that makes any sense. Um, but like some of the, like, there's younger guys like Noah and like Damar is they're like the same age, but Damar was like super more mature. He came off more mature than Noah I felt like. So Uh it's like, I, I think it's, Age does there is a thing with age, but it's also the maturity level too. That I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, it does. totally
0: makes sense. We see age is a big, um, you know, uh, theme in this week's episode. Is it easy to date in Chicago as the manager of these bands who have so many <laughs> women around your age coming out to, and then yeah, like how is it? Have you had good luck with women? Why go on the Bachelorette?
3: Um. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I haven't had great luck. I haven't, I've primarily been single for the majority of my adult life uh, outside of one relationship that I had a few years ago, or not that long ago, kind of maybe about eight months before Bachelorette, I was, I had a relationship sort of that was ending at that point. Um, but it's actually kind of like I, I've been in the music, a venue band industry forever uh like 20 years almost now and it's just it's a pretty difficult uh industry to be in and also like keep a relationship so the bachelorette was good because i when they when they when they were asking me about going on i'm like well ain't working for me under normal circumstances so maybe this this would work out so that that was kind of the approach with that
0: is it because too many nights out
3: um, it used to be that it used to be that, but I, I, kind of, I kind of cooled that down a few, a few years back. Uh, of the, you know, I don't really drink anymore. I, I, I'm, I pulled a Houdini at the shows. Like I dip out the back door when no one's looking, I don't say bye to nobody. I'm, I go to bed early now,
2: but. So what is it then? I mean, okay. Outside of kind of your lifestyle, uh, because you have pulled it back. Like we, from my memory of the show we need to really see what it is like that has caused you to not be able to date or get out there uh what do you think is holding you back
3: um I I, I just think it's me just being like I, I not wanting to just settle for anything I I don't know I'm just very I don't know if it, I don't want to say it's like I have walls up or anything because I went into the show fully prepared to just let whatever happened happen. But I also wasn't going to force anything. And that's kind of how I am. Like, you know, I, I, I hung out, you hang out with girls, and I just some stuff could have worked probably and I just didn't let it. Uh The one main relationship I had before the show, probably could have worked. uh If if I, you know, if we wanted it to, but she had moved out of Chicago and it became a long distance relationship and it became very difficult. Um, but it's probably just me. I mean, just not wanting to just, it's just not wanting to settle for not to steal Claire's like settle for guys like that line, but, mm-hmm. uh, just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not opposed to anything. It's just hasn't happened. I guess. I, I don't know.
0: Speaking of Claire, Describe Claire and then describe Tasha and your experiences with them.
3: Good question. Oh man. Uh, well it's, to me, it was, they were polar opposites. Uh, Claire, I, I, I don't even know how to put that into words. Uh, and don't get me wrong. She's, she's not a bad person. I have nothing bad to say. I just, the whole, the way that whole thing went down, it was, to me, it just was like, she was already dating Dale before I stepped out of the limo, it seemed like. So I felt like she was closed off to everybody else, no matter what. So, but when Tasha came in, she was like all about wanting to spend time with everybody, like wanting to get to know everybody, like have a convert, even if it's a few minutes. With Claire, it was like, I went like a couple episodes with like I didn't even talk to her for more than like 4 seconds on like a group date. You know, you know what I mean? So it was like, with Tasha it was like I spent time with Tasha all like a lot even though it was like the same amount of time that I was there with Claire as I was with Tasha, but I spent a million more time, million more whatever mm-hmm. with Tasha. Yeah, and then uh and just Tasha just was I don't know. She was just just seemed like a, a more, a lot, I don't know, I don't want to say nicer, but just, she just came off a lot easier to talk to, sweeter, which, like I said, Claire might be all of those things, but she just wasn't having it with anybody else, I I didn't think.
2: Well, it's interesting because, you know, Tasha I think, you know, has done a terrific job at engaging in conversation and trying to get to know the guys. Yeah. I mean, it's been maybe the best I've ever seen done. And yeah. So, what was it like then, sitting in the house? Uh, Because I, from my experience on the show, you know, it was very clear to us during our show who Caitlyn was most into, and that Mm -hmm. changed. It kind of it went back and forth a little bit. Like as we got got farther along, all of us were uh, kind of more on a balanced playing field. I felt like, but when you do start to sense that, hey, she's really into this guy, and I feel like I'm just like tagging along and kind of getting in the way. It's a really hard feeling when you're in an environment that is so un uh, unfamiliar, and you start to question a lot. What was it like sitting in the house while Claire was there, feeling like, yeah, she's not that into me, but I'm here, and I don't really know know why.
3: You know what happened was, and since since it it I since a lot of the guys felt that way because of the way things were going down. I what really happened is like the guys sort of became very close. The you know, that's, that's kind of what happened. And, and there was, I mean, outside of obviously Dale, uh, you know, Blake a little bit and Jason while he was, you know, Jason, while Claire was still, you know, because he didn't leave till Claire left. But uh, there was only what, two, three, maybe four guys that thought they had something going on with her. And the rest of us kind of, I mean, not everybody was as vocal as me probably about saying like, hey, she's not into anybody right now, but I'm sure the guys felt it. Um, but we came, we're super close. Like that, the group of guys that were left after Claire left, um, we're still to this day, pretty, pretty close to each other. I know that might fizzle out at some point, but that's kind of, that's kind of what it became. It felt like it was just our house and like Claire was not even part of it anymore. It was just like, Hey, this is our place now. It was weird. (laughs) Are,
0: Are any of these guys coming across totally different on the episodes than they did in person? um or is there somebody who's not being highlighted enough that you loved and thought deserved more attention
3: yeah I, well I, you know what there was a some of the sweetest guys and the greatest guys were 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 quiet and they didn't either so you're not seeing them as much you're starting starting to now a little bit like ivan? Uh, i ivan brendan um zach c uh, even Ben you know like those dudes like they weren't involved in like drama or sort of outspoken about that was going on so um, but on, honestly like those guys are like the nicest dudes uh, and the sweet like the sweetest guys like those guys are unbelievable and I think people are obviously I think they're, they're starting to get people are starting to see that now but it's taken how many weeks before people actually knew those guys too much?
0: It's taken longer than any other season. It's so wild because I think it was like episode four or even five where I was like, I can't believe we're four or five weeks into this. And I still don't feel like I know these guys. I don't feel attached to any of them. Like, is this a weak group or is it just because of like the way that Claire has like carried the season? And now Mm -hmm. in week, are we in week eight already? Um, I'm like, holy moly. They're fantastic. I love them. This is a great group, but in the turnaround happened fast, thankfully, because I just can't believe how long I I went feeling detached from them. Um, Do you, did you ever see Bennett break character?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No. So I I have a theory actually after this week's episode, (laughs) I don't think he, I don't, I think we've been saying it's a character,
0: Character, but it's really
2: it's him. It's not, it's him. I will ask, oh, let's yeah? ask Kenny, he knows him better. Like, is it yeah. him putting on a like a front, or is no. that just who he is?
3: No, that's that's not you're that's a hundred percent Bennett. That there, there's no character there, he's just so, the character. Him, that's him. He is a character. He was just, I mean, you can't make this up with this guy. I mean, we I don't even know where the fuck he came from, but it's him. <laughs>
0: he came from harvard um no wait you you, so i wonder if he's confused by the fact that we all think that he's hilarious because he's playing a character and leaning into this caricature sorry that there's no other word to say it and now is is he puzzled by the fact that we are so entertained by him or (laughs) like is he possibly offended or is he like oh people dislike
4: me
3: i i just i think he just thinks people just like him like you just said i don't think he's he's the Harvard guy. So he was, he expects everybody to like him. He expects all this, you know, he, he would have been pissed if he didn't get all that.
2: Well, another behind the scenes question would be this week. There's a really interesting thing that happens, uh, where Blake makes this like, uh, penis out of clay and and so and then like the storyline starts to shift to like hey this is just who blake is he always talks about sex everything is about sex but we've never seen it so for me as a fan i was like i don't know what they're talking about now kenny you live in the house with him this is blake like what do they mean when they say this
3: yeah i don't know blake always has some stories some weird stories about just random (laughs) i don't know i'm just so when he made the 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 penis out of clay, it was like, oh, that's classic, Blake. It's just, I don't know.
1: <laughs> that's why.
0: All right. So, Kenny, you're giving us so much good behind-the-scenes gossip. Um, we want a little bit more from you, but we're going to have to do that right after this break. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once, It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. Learn more at Duracell.com power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Diaper Judy, it's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not, Pampers Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pampers Swaddlers total game changers they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024 the pampers diaper stash an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so your diaper stockpile never runs out i love this idea here's how it works you create a diaper stash account share it with your tribe watch the stash grow gift it to the parents and voila They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy, (laughs) ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one.
1: Happy International Women's Day. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk
0: Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. It'll save you so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? Try a new hobby, invest in materials or classes for a hobby that you've been curious about, whether it's painting, cooking, or playing a musical instrument. Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless, plus it runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24. Wall supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a straight talk extended silver. Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All in the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in the Rudimetrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases.
2: That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention, there are no fees. Period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Uh,
0: Kenny... We uh, saw you leave last week, which was obviously sad. Uh, did you expect it, or not?
3: Um, I so I I sort of did um, just because that the the day before the group date was the truth or dare, and then that night at the cocktail part of it, um, uh, I just I don't know. Me and her had our little time together, and I could just I could just tell. That she one I, I know she didn't think I could be serious because I was always kind of just having fun, but um, which isn't true. I mean, I could be serious, but we didn't have enough time together for her to see that side of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just I just had a feeling that things weren't clicking. Um, she she was always like sort of like I me and her retire, you know that that was the one thing about the switch. Like me and Claire were the same age. Tasia's ten years younger than me, so that mm-hmm. kind of threw kind of threw things off for me a little bit and um she she always brought up like I live in Chicago she lives in LA like when I moved to LA that came up in a lot of conversations yeah okay and uh, I just I don't know I just got the I just think that she just didn't think that it wasn't gonna pan out you know which which is fine it's probably true
0: So Chasen also got eliminated at at that rose ceremony and he had like a weird storyline. Like first it seemed like she really liked him. He's maybe kind of a front runner. Then there was drama. Then the drama kind of disappeared and then he was eliminated. Can you give us a little more insight as to what happened with him and like who he was in the house?
3: Um, Yeah, yeah, it was was kind of strange how things panned out with Chasen, the whole Chasen-Ed thing. at the end of the day, like Chasen is like, he was one of the dudes. Uh, He was very cool. uh, Nice guy. Um, You know, he was, I don't know. It was that, that whole, like that whole bickering thing. I'm not, I'm not sure uh, if that, you know, obviously it didn't work. I think it hurt Chasen. obviously. Uh, I'm not sure if it helped Chasen or Ed in the long run, or if it hurt him, I guess. I don't know. Or it's just nothing. But I, I think that, all that bullshit that was going on probably threw Tasha off and just, you know, it's like, if there's too much bullshit, she, she might've just moved on to the next guy and sort of just, he might've just got kind of screwed on it, I think. But at the end of the day, like Jason's, he's a good dude to me. You know, I like him. He's a, he's still a friend of mine.
1: Okay.
2: Well, uh, Kenny, we did a good question from one of our listeners, uh, and, I think this is a fun one. You can put your name in this category if you want. If you don't want to, don't worry about it. But uh, they wrote in and said, which men do you think will go to paradise? Which men do you think will leave this season and will never hear from again? So, Kenny, I'll throw it to you. If you had your list of expected paradise people, and hey, if you know how this season plays out, please, this is not a spoiler show. Uh, yeah. You know, you could just, you don't have to go there. But what? Are, who are some guys that come to mind?
3: Um, you know i I just from where we are now, I feel yeah, like, from where we are uh, now, yeah, I feel like you know, maybe Bennett, um Blake, uh maybe chasten mm-hmm. uh Ed, you know some of the I just I feel like those the, the the guys that were a little more outspoken and stuff and more involved uh I'd say those 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 ones uh. Maybe even, I don't know, like, like I said, some of the, I I, I don't know, like I, like I named those other four guys, they were a little bit quieter, but I think they're starting to come out of the shell a little bit. Uh, they're, you know, more of the sweeter guy category, but I definitely, I feel like Bennett, Blake, Chase and Ed type situation, I think.
2: What about yourself? Makes sense. What about you?
3: Um, I mean, if, if I get the invitation, I, I, I'm in, you know, uh. I, you know, I'm, I'm in for it. I just, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Ben?
2: <laughs> well, I think you'd be great at it. I mean, well, come on, right. like you're, you're set up for it. Yeah. Well, like I said earlier, your, your wardrobe is already set up for the beach. I mean, it's, if, yeah, it's, yeah. if it's hot outside, <laughs> unbutton a couple of buttons and nobody's going to question you on that. And that's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, the guys that come to my mind, I, I think you got to throw some of those quieter guys in there, right? You have to throw some of the guys that are uh, that are super nice, super sweet, little quiet, out of the drama. I think those are the guys that you see really find relationships in paradise. And then you always have the shocker that finds a relationship in paradise, like the more outspoken guys. Um, I think you're, I think you'd be a great choice. Uh I think Bennett's gonna be there just because he's he's Bennett, <laughs> and I think he's, he's gotta the TV. be
0: i uh, mean we're, we're saying this not knowing what happens to him next week but you're right yeah <laughs> but i think we're all assuming that ben and Tisha may not be living happily ever after
2: uh, it's hard <laughs> to say it's hard to say but yeah that's uh that would be my thought i think there's a good group i think paradise will be a lot of fun this year because you have taken a year off and it's going to be stacked with some incredible incredible people i want to yeah
0: I want to wrap this interview up with who was the front runner in your mind when you left? So like not now, not after this episode, not knowing what you know in your men group chat, but when you left.
3: Um, when I did my exit interview, I, there was two. I, could I name two or do you want yeah. one? Oh, no, no, no. You can name two. So when I when I left that night, um I said Brendan or and or Ivan were my like favorites to to to, to end up with T.
2: I love that you just mentioned two people that are quieter. Like I like that we don't have this like clear cut front runner that we're all like, holy cow, no. she's head over heels for and like this is over with. I like that we're I mean, I'm on edge so many weeks in going, I don't know who she's gonna choose. There's some great guys, but like I don't know yeah. who it is. So I, I'm glad you said that.
4: Hmm, that's and, it's interesting.
3: So, and it's so close to the end and there's still like so many yeah. guys that could be, it's, it's yeah. cool. That's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. I agree with you, Ben. There's no clear cut front runner, but dude, do I have the vibes of the finale being between Ben and Zach?
2: Wow. Ben. That's, yeah. that's really yeah. interesting. that I would not yeah. have chosen that. Um, really? I, I no. I, I mean, we'll talk
0: about him you know, later in this gonna episode. We're going to talk
2: about it later, but uh, I'll tell you why. <laughs> uh, Ben's doing some things that are really throwing me off, but.
0: <laughs> me too. Uh, me too. But I'm vibing. I'm trying to vibe off Tisha.
2: Oh, uh, this is great. Hey, Kenny, you're the best man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, uh, wishing you all the luck. I know that right now during COVID, especially your industry has been hit hard um and so we're, yeah. we're rooting for you thinking about you and thanks for taking your time and coming on the almost famous podcast
3: thank you man thanks guys thanks ashley thank, uh, you. thank you it's
0: been a pleasure bye 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 now we're going from kenny to caitlin the dancing queen herself let's get her on the phone hi guys yeah.
3: hello caitlin,
0: caitlin she hi. is the champion my friends Oh. And she All right, is the bachelor queen to the end. Ashley's been oh. really
2: big into this singing thing on the podcast recently. It's 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 really. <laughs> She's the
4: dancing a, queen to the you're end. A songbird over uh, there, Ashley.
2: Caitlin, how in the world do you have any energy right now?
4: I don't. Okay, cool. I don't know how I'm doing it. I well, you know what? I'll tell you how because I got out of bed at noon today and okay. I've been just sleeping as much as possible, and so coffee and sleep has been my best friend.
0: What kind of coffee you got in there? Like, is that a good holiday drink? No, I'm so
4: boring. It's just a black Americano. Ew, not from Starbucks. Those are hard. I agree. I, you know what? I just, I'm going to take what I can get at this point. It's not generous. <laughs> so I
2: don't care what it is. Um, it's, it's not generous coffee. And that, that hurts my feelings, but
4: wait, well, why, wait, why is it not generous coffee? I'm so sorry. You know what? I'll do better than that next time.
2: Thank you, Caitlin. You know, I was going to offer to send you, uh, some coffee, but then I heard, a. uh a comment by Charles Barkley this week on the match. And he says, you know, the best part about re- re- being rich and famous uh, is uh, all the free stuff you get. And so I'm not sending you anything because you just want dance with the stars. You can afford it.
4: You know what I think? I think the best part, obviously I'm not rich and famous, but I'm like, you're famous like,
0: for sure.
4: <laughs> no, no. I'm almost famous. Ha, ha. Um, <laughs> I, the best part for me about like having Friends that are like got their own businesses going on is supporting them. So let me buy your coffee.
2: Thank you, Caitlin. You're the best. Hey, uh, Caitlin, let's get to it. You've done a, a done a lot of stuff recently. Uh, I want to backtrack to I don't know how many months ago it's been now, um, but you know, obviously, we've spent some time together. I always have known that Dance with the Stars is something that you've been super passionate about, super excited for. It's fit you, Ashley. And I talked about it. like if this show was made for you and it feels like it had to happen at some point, it did. My question for you
4: is why now? That's a great question, Ben. Um, I think things happen in life for a reason. Um, I believe that if I went on the show five years ago when I had the contract, I don't think I would have won. I don't think I was in the right headspace. I don't think um, Artem was actually supposed to be my partner. I don't think, we would have been the team that we were today. And I think that the universe works in these magical ways where five years later, after dreaming about it and thinking about it, I could appreciate it more and be in a better physical, mental state of my life to do what I needed to do to, to win it.
0: Uh, I recently had Jenna Johnson on my other podcast and she, she, you know, she lost to you, which is, you know, good for us, but you know, sad for her. Uh, yes. <laughs> she said that there is no sort of choosing your partner. You can't send little notes saying like, I want to be partnered with this person. How did you get to be with Arnhem?
4: I think, I mean, I'm sure you can do that whether they take it and say, okay, we'll do that for you. I doubt it. Yeah. But, um, I, I honestly I honestly didn't really care who I got because I was just so excited to be there. But when I found out Artem was coming back on the show, I just Mm -hmm. thought it was serendipitous that we were supposed to be partners five years ago. And now we get to be partners. And um, I, I just love his style of dancing. I've always loved his choreography on the show. And I guess I just got super lucky. I don't know if they were like, Oh, they were supposed to be partners. That would be really cool if they were again. Um, And this time it worked out, but um, I would have been happy with anyone, but now going through everything, I'm like, he's my partner for life.
0: Aww.
2: Now, we always hear from people who've gone on the show. One, I just have to clarify something. You said he was supposed to be your partner years ago. Were you like on like were you going on the show? Like I don't remember this.
4: Okay, so 5 years ago I was supposed to go on, but because of contracts and certain mm-hmm. things I ended up not being able to go on. Um, And it was so last minute that Artem actually didn't get to dance that season because of it. So, yeah, five years ago I was supposed to, um, but still under other contracts and couldn't do it.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Well, um, we always hear from people who've gone on the show how difficult the process is, like physically difficult. Uh, Can you give us a picture behind the scenes? Uh, I think it would help us all, like, even admire your accomplishments to a greater level. Yeah,
4: how are Uh, your feet? uh, They're so ugly. My feet are the ugliest feet. Like, I remember from how old was I when I went on point shoes I was young I remember getting my first pair of point shoes and going in it and I was like oh my feet will never look the same um and it's it's actually such a grind to be on that show and I've had friends that have been on it and they all tell me you know how how challenging physically demanding it was and even mentally challenging because of the hours and lack of sleep and pain that goes in through your body but it's crazy I mean you're in the studio for six hours. Um, a day seven days a week there's no days off and you're putting your body through stuff that you've never done before for hours and hours and hours and in heels and you're doing these lifts and certain things that you've never done before I actually have an x-ray coming up because I think I fractured a rib I can't even breathe in fully right now without it killing me my feet are torn apart every day was just an actual grind because I think Artem and I really we, we both were on the same page with wanting to work so hard. So we got in there and it was like no messing around. We just danced our butts off for six hours a day. And I, both of us were just dancing through injuries the whole time.
0: What was your greatest relief? Like when you got home from practice, like what did you look forward to?
4: Oh my gosh. Honestly, thank you. The Lord for Jason Tardic because the dogs. Oh, obviously the dogs. I would come in the house and the dogs acted like they haven't seen me in their whole lives. It was so magical. But Jason would always make sure that there was a glass of wine ready Mm -hmm. for me, that if we wanted like Postmates or sushi or he would cook like he always just made sure when I came home, it was the most Zen atmosphere because he always knew how stressed out I was the first few weeks that I was there. I'm like, nothing can phase me. I'm so happy. I'm in the dance studio. And then once, you know, weeks and weeks of doing something like that, I was, I would come home and just be like, how am I going to do this for however many more weeks? But at the same time, tried to have so much gratitude for just being there. I tried to love every blister, appreciate my like, strength with battling through ankle injuries and rib injuries because it was all just part of it
0: and can we just talk about Jason being like the greatest cheerleader of all time it was almost as much fun (laughs) watching him react to your performances and your win than it was watching you win
2: uh Caitlin uh I know you're busy and I know you've got a lot going on so we're gonna let you go here in a second but I do want to ask you um something I've been wondering because you like if you have listened uh, at all, like we're so happy for you and celebrating you. Um, but there's this thing that happens in the world where you have this like pinnacle moment and you've mm-hmm. done something that you've hoped for for five years and you finally mm-hmm. made it happen. And you just didn't make it happen. You won it. Like you are the champion of this thing. You were the best. You were the fan favorite. I can't even imagine how that feels to know that people out there oh voted for you. They like you that much. Um, what now? And, Like, what is next? Like, how does it feel now to be in a place that this has happened?
4: I am such a freak. Like, I swear to God, I said, okay, once I, I think, I think a lot of people can relate this to, um, to this too, where you say, once I have this, I'm going to be so happy and fulfilled and satisfied. And once I do this, and if I get this, I'll be so happy. And obviously I am, but I'm always like, okay, once I get the mirror ball, that's it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to focus on my podcast at home. I'm going to just be like involved in my businesses and have babies. And then now that it's here, I'm like, oh wait, I just got the mirror What else can I do? Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I really don't know what's next or what even my plans are. I'm kind of just like at, at this point, in, of course, in 2020, I'm like, uh, I would love to go just spend time with family. That's, what I've been craving so much. I'm so close with my family and I haven't seen them in almost a year. And that's the longest I've ever gone in my life. And it's just devastating. I, all I want to do is go just spend quality time with people that I love right now. And that's really difficult. So I, I have no idea what's coming next. Um, maybe, maybe more music just cause I love doing that. I find writing and singing so therapeutic and it actually really helps with my anxiety when I write music and maybe I'll do that cause I'm in Nashville.
1: Yeah,
2: well, uh, music fits you. You're obviously really good at it. Um, Caitlin, we are going to, in this here, we are going to bring you back for your holiday gift guide because obviously who would give better gifts than Caitlin Bristow? But Caitlin, we are (laughs) so happy for you. Ash and I have been celebrating you. Um, It's really cool to be so uh, on team Caitlin. So congratulations, uh, from all of us here at the almost famous podcast.
4: Thank you. Thank you guys so much. You guys are always so supportive and sweet and great. And I'm just so lucky to have you both as friends and love being on the podcast.
0: Oh, thank you. No, you are truly inspiring. It's like when you want to do something, you do it 100% and you do it. So, so well,
4: thank you guys.
0: Let's start off with Zach's one-on-one date. Then why is it that every guy who gets a one-on-one becomes my new favorite? (laughs) It was like, first, I didn't even know who Brendan was. And then Brendan became my favorite. Then uh, who had the one-on-one? Who had the one-on-one last week? Ivan. Oh, and then I loved Ivan. And now this week we get Zach. And I feel like he's my front runner now. What about you?
2: Well, can I share a theory with you?
0: Uh Uh-huh.
2: I think we had such low expectations for these guys because we didn't know them. And we were so disappointed like three <laughs> or four weeks into the season where we're like, wait, none of these guys, we know we don't know them. We're not going to know them. We're not going to have connection with any of them. So when a guy finally shows up and we actually get to know their story, which again, as we say every year, when you know somebody's story, it's really hard to hate them.
0: Yeah. this um, is why we do the in-depth.
2: Yes, exactly. It's why we do the in-depth, but like, once you hear people's stories and you you start to go, wait, no, this guy would be great for Tasha, or this guy would be great for somebody like they just become your favorite because you were hoping for that for so long.
0: Yeah, well, I have to say with Zach, the way that they look at each other, like you can feel this energy, like, like a little bit of like sexual tension, a little bit of you feel the the nerves and the butterflies that you don't with some other people. You can feel their walls going up, which in some ways is a good sign and they even discussed this last week where she was like I feel my walls going up with you, which almost makes it feel like there's something so strong there that you're trying to protect yourself from from it. Uh, you
2: know, and I'm with you. There's something di- I mean, however we've said this for the last couple of weeks like I think Tasha has done a tremendous job of getting to know the guys. I also think this is going to be really hard for her in the end because what Tasha's done is she's invested herself into each one of these relationships. And she's connected with these guys in ways that we don't usually see on a season three weeks in. I mean, she's only a couple weeks into her season, right? And she's so deep now into it that, like, we, we hear the Zach conversations, we hear the Ivan conversations, we hear the Brendan conversations, and we're like, wait, there's something special here. Well, because Tasha's allowing, and I think these guys are too, like don't, don't dismiss the guys' work here, but like they're allowing something special to happen. And that's when things get really fun for the show, but it also gets really hard for the lead.
0: Yeah, all these guys have had stories to unveil during these one-on-ones. So when I first saw that they were going to do wedding pictures, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? We're doing wedding pictures again? Yeah. But this was my favorite wedding picture date. Because both of them were so uh, not really thrilled about doing it, because they both have been married before, and then we find out for the first time that Zach was married and he has this huge, hist- like, heavy history. Uh, can I can I, I make was, a comment here?
2: It. I'm really not yeah. a fan of these wedding picture dates. Like
0: no me neither because you think that that moment should just be reserved for the actual wedding day, right? Yeah,
2: and like yeah. most of these dates that th- are done on the show, like yes, they're luxurious and you like we would never be able to do them without the show. However, they're like at least somewhat accomplishable, meaning like you can at least say, like think okay, uh, I could maybe if I had enough money fly in a helicopter and land at some beautiful island. But like who in their right mind would ever go on a first date and say, let's go get wedding pictures. Like this is just like so awkward at every level.
0: Okay. You actually have a fantastic point there. I felt like this of all the wedding date pictures, this one worked the most just because they both have been married before. But I also agree with you when you take it out of the context of the show, how freaking bizarre is it? And I do think it's a sacred moment that should be, shared shared only on that day Uh, I can't actually imagine I would actually be pretty pissed if I had to put on a wedding dress which I never had to do on the show and then show a guy who wasn't going to end up being my husband
2: it would be weird Ash well hey speaking of sacred moments this whole date with him at the you know evening portion felt very sacred Mm -hmm. Uh, they both opened up and, and related on many things like you'd mentioned. They've both been married before, uh, but then we got to know more of Zach. Zach had kind of hinted before that, hey, there's a lot more to him than she knows. And he shared it during this date uh, that, you know, he had uh, suffered from a brain tumor um, and had that removed. But at the same time, he opened up about his kind of uh, shortcomings when it came to his first marriage and then how he kind of spiraled from there. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Maybe it's just me, and and maybe the, there's a better way to say this. But anytime there's vulnerability to this level, like where you know it's not just somebody saying the right words at the right time to make something work. No, when it's when somebody's sharing something that they know could be criticized, they know is going to have a mixed opinion. It's scary, but it's their story. Like I gain a lot of respect f- for anybody on this show that does that because I think it. I, one, it it fits into their their relationship and it makes them know each other better. But second, it's not easy to do, especially when cameras are around. So, I had a lot of I had a lot of love for Zach coming off of this date.
0: Me too, and you can see that he just recovered so well from the stuff that he's been through, and it made him a better man in the end. It, he he comes across very mature. I. I really like it for Tasha
2: Now to skip ahead for a bit because we are going to continue to break down this episode, but it is the right time to do this. Now we have all this love for Zach and we've seen him open up and, and be vulnerable. And we've also seen him share like, Hey, things have been a little messy. Like my story's not simple and it's complex and there's a lot of different things to it. Now we see in the preview for the rest of the season. Then at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. it looks like Zach, something happens with Zach that he becomes like almost the villain or there's something that goes wrong. Now, again, these are previews and they always are meant to get us talking and they're always meant to get us like shaken up. But that was a little bit like sad for me to see, I think coming off of this date.
0: Me too. I'm trying to write it off as just one line that is out of context. I think that he's going to go very far. What I also liked about what we see from Zach at the very end is in like kind of like the blooper or like lighthearted feeling clip that we get during the credits. We saw that not only does she jive with his serious side, but very much with his lighthearted side too. And they were having a blast on that Ferris wheel. It was just like a fun, very real life moment.
2: Yeah. It feels like they're comfortable with each other and they're connected. I do. I think Zach's going to go far. Well, so we see the drama in the house uh, with the guys hoping for the one-on-one. Well, Uh, we obviously see that the group date is called. And uh, the the men on this group date have to walk into, I think, uh, a scene that, like, I was on the edge of my seat, Ashley, and here's why. You know, the Bachelor got a lot of flack for the dodgeball date at the beginning of Mm the season. And I was like, are they going to do this again like are they are are we gonna are we about to see these dudes get naked again on this
0: season? I know. Even Blake makes fun of it. He's like the third time I'll be getting naked.
2: Yeah, it, I mean absolutely wild because there's just there's just nothing about being naked on national television, and especially when you like you know this girl but you don't know her that well. Like none of that feels good to me. Like I would hate yeah. like and I, maybe I look at it from my own perspective and and that's probably a fault. But like I and not even really any moral high ground. Just, like, I couldn't do that. Like, I just wouldn't. No, I couldn't either. I just wouldn't want to do that.
0: No, I'm the kind of person that even in a locker room, like, was always, like, covering up every little bit of myself in high school. Like, I'm just not a publicly naked person. Like, even, like, my sister has, like, really never seen me naked.
2: But the date turns to be something kind of fun. I mean, yes, there's two people, you know, they're they're professional models that are posing for these guys. And they start to get, you know, the artistic side of things, which, you know... I think was awesome that the show really is highlighting art. Now, this was art. like This was them expressing themselves in, in creative ways, and they had a couple different avenues to do that. Um, but there's still going on this whole time, this Bennett and Noah thing. Like it, It's just starting to like fester, and it's becoming now less funny to me and more just annoying that it continues to be like... I mean, I'll say it, and it's not going to be a fan favorite here... It feels like Bennett is the one that's being immature in this whole thing.
0: Yeah, I agree that if there's one person here that I feel is is more likely to get the boot, it's going to be Bennett. But I also like don't even know what it's like about. Like Bennett keeps saying that he's perplexed by like what the tension's about. I I don't I think that's a lie. I think he understands that like there's a lot of belittling be- between the two of them. But I also feel like um like, why did this start? Like, what's the start of it? Also, weird freaking thing that happened. You remember last episode when we left off with the whole Noah, like, did guys really say that he, that Chasha gave him the rose to stir? Or was he just making that up out of thin air? That was never really addressed again.
2: Never. It's weird. Isn't it just, that bizarre? It just went away. Like the episode said, you need to apologize to Tasha and these guys, and then we're, yeah, we're done nothing. with it. It's just yeah. weird. So this day has the Noah Bennett drama. Bennett's doing his thing by sitting next to Tasha and, uh, you know, making comments back and forth to Noah during this whole process. Uh, Noah kind of goes back with him and says, "Hey, you know, after Bennett created like a couple houses that him and Tasha are going to live in, the um, chateau, the chateaus, the chateaus <laughs> and the beach house." You weren't
0: laughing at that.
2: No, that I don't like it. You didn't, I don't. You don't like that. I don't like it. I mean, it just. I thought
0: it was funny, but I also find it getting old. I don't know, but but let's concentrate on the good parts of this this group date. There was a lot of depth here. Brandon was amazing with his 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 photo like the way that this is a self-portrait of me and if I turn the frame around it's me with my love and it was so sweet and then we also have Ivan with the puzzle and like how he wants to add that last piece and how he got emotional about his dad maybe not seeing the man that he that he created one day oh that was heart wrenching and he just continues to be the sweetest Riley talking about he got that phone call from his mom after not hearing from her for years and then he asked um you know she said what keeps you what keeps you wanting to have quality time with with your future daughter and then he said well it comes from never having it in my childhood <sighs> uh, I mean there was a lot a lot of goodness here
2: and isn't that what art does like it not you know like art allows us to express what's on our ha- mm-hmm. hearts and like there's obviously there's a lot of depth to these guys and they're expressing that through um, this date which I really enjoyed watching um, but there was a part Ashley and I want to hear there was
0: this part and you know, I can't wait to talk to you about it
2: so Ashley during this whole thing it's all going well. And then there's a moment that I don't know. I honestly, like my first reaction quite honestly is to be super like negative on it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how I feel about it because it feels like it never became a thing. And so I yeah. need to hear from you. I need your wisdom. Then <laughs> I
0: wanted to hear from you then.
2: Well, quite honestly, I was very much like confused by it. Like I my
0: me, but me, me too. I felt
2: I thought it was super awkward. Um, yeah. And now I don't know what bachelor nation thinks. In fact, listeners, what do you think? Was this moment awkward? Was it endearing? Was it sweet? I mean, I know Ben is trying to show up. So here's what we're talking about. Ben goes back, uh, behind the scenes here, says he forgot something. He comes out butt naked and he stands in front of his buddies and Tasha and the people butt naked. Um, now I don't know what was trying to be proven here. I know he's trying to show up for her, but I, this was, I, it was and, and like I'm not I, against Ben. Like I think he's trying his best during this whole thing to connect with Tasha. I think he really likes her. But this just felt so weird to me, and it never got talked about.
0: It was so weird to me, and it went over seemingly so well. Yeah, and it left me feeling even more weird because it went over so well. Maybe at first she was startled, but then you could see in her eyes that she really liked the gesture. Um, which made me feel like I should be liking the gesture. Part of me understands completely that like when you're naked, you are so vulnerable. You're at like your very most vulnerable. Yeah. Like it can be emotional. It can be, uh, physical, but, uh, like I, I get the meaning behind it. <sighs> But also at the same time, there's so many other ways this early on in a relationship to be vulnerable. And the other guys demonstrated it so well that it was just bizarre that he was like, okay, this is what I'm going to go for. Was a, it was a little bit part of it, him being showy and almost being like, this is what, Look I got what to I'm offer. delivering. This is what I have to offer. Exactly. It- um and then she got so emotional after that that I just went with it yeah uh I don't know I I still am kind of confused about how I feel about it Uh,
2: okay I don't think it's appropriate that's that's what I'll say I don't think it was appropriate I don't think it was asked for I think it was in weird taste
0: and in weird taste is a perfect way of saying it
2: and it was in front of all of his buddies like this wasn't like this wasn't him showing up for Tasha. This was a, a moment in front of a bunch of people and yeah, like if it, it's something inside of me and I need more, I need, so this is where in life. So here's a good example in life. Uh, I would get my friends together and I would say, Hey, I don't know how to process this scenario. I need you to help me process it. Can we talk about how you feel about it? If it was right, if it was wrong, um, And that's what I need now. Like, so we need you listeners. Uh, Write us. How do you think? How do you feel about it? Are we off here? Um, Or was this like the right thing to do? Was it the wrong thing to do? It just felt, it made me feel all sorts of weird.
0: There was so many things he could have done that wasn't this, that would have been just as strong enough of a statement. And to me, in a way, it was almost like him giving up on being more creative and just being like, screw it, I'm going to go with what I've got. Yeah,
2: it's it's. I don't know. We need to hear from you. Yeah, Ashley, I'm with you. Um, But hey, uh, we've been wrong before. We could be wrong again. This could be the sweetest gesture of all time, and we just don't know it yet. (laughs) Um, But I'm not feeling it. And uh, I felt like... At that moment, it just just doesn't sit easy. Well, but speaking I of easy, I still think
0: she likes him a lot. Yeah.
2: Well, hey, maybe okay. maybe she does. Well, speaking of easy, uh, we fast forward now to the the one on one date uh, with Easy. Uh, it seems to be going great, and it seems to be going well. And um, I don't feel uh, as a fan like I don't feel a connection the whole time. Like I feel like they get along and they're like laughing together, but there's no connection even at dinner. It felt um, it felt forced. Well, oh, really? Yeah, I did. I mean, because it, he, it felt like he was repeating himself a lot, like out of nerves. Like, that, that was a, a cute date. That was a cute yeah, date. Yeah, cute. Yeah. It was, and yeah. he kept saying that, and like, that's a space filler. He's not comfortable yet. Well, Ashley, did you expect the result to be easy going home?
0: Okay, so I think this um, haunted house part, I just got to say the haunted house part was like the probably the weakest point that we've seen, the weakest scene that we've seen over the past couple of weeks because everything has been super captivating. I just felt like this kind of dragged out a little bit, but maybe it's because I wasn't feeling like that strong of a connection. It was more of a friendship. It was very giggly. It was fun. Um, It didn't lead to, it didn't, the dates objective didn't lend itself to like huge vulnerability though you know it's like going to a haunted house like it's cute when you want to touch somebody and like grab their arm but it's not gonna like reveal your soul and then when dinner time did roll around I agree with you there was like some fluff convo and I was like why in the world but until the fluff combo until he said I'm falling in love with you and I was like why in the world is this guy doing this right now this is way too early there's been no scenes between the two of them Um, in which like this seems like it's the natural progression of things so I like understand her not wanting to lead him on and eliminating him there but I was actually I was very shocked that she went through and eliminated him it seems like to me this seemed like the kind of date where it's like you give him a rose on the date and then like he gets eliminated a week or two down the road yeah, you, you're telling me you weren't shocked by the fact that she was just like, no, I, and I, that's why I'm not going to get I misspoke.
2: Yeah, I misspoke. Okay. I was shocked at the okay. end result. I guess I wasn't surprised that he's going home is my point okay. is like, okay, at that point. Uh, yeah, shocking anytime anybody on a one on one doesn't get a rose at the end. It's always a, a pretty pinnacle moment because you know, you get to choose who you go on one-on-ones with. They're they're treasured items. You want to go on one-on-ones with people that you have a future with, or that you want to get to know more. And so it's always shocking. Yeah. But um, I I wasn't surprised that it, he's not the one for Tasha, and uh, and it was the first big like out of nowhere cut that we've seen her make. Uh, which is uh once you do one, it's hard to stop, and she'll probably start you know chopping people away as she goes. But we move on from easy then until maybe one of the most captivating parts of the episode. Yeah. Something that's dragged on for a long time. Jojo comes in very serious uh, and says that she needs to get to the bottom of something. And this something is something we've all watched and understood. And now, again, here's a little uh, hint at the show. When you're the lead, you don't know this stuff's happening, but behind the scenes, like, Tasha knows that there's drama. She knows something's up, but she keeps saying like I'm gonna get to the bottom of it." Cause she hasn't seen it yet. She doesn't fully understand. Well, Tasha calls both Bennett and Noah in for a two-on-one date. Uh, Ashley, you have been on two-on-one dates. <laughs> Talk us through this moment, um, and then I'll share a couple opinions I have.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a weird mini two-on-one that's pre cocktail party. Um, there will be a, a rose. I feel like Tasha may not give either of these guys a rose, which happened in my situation. I, again, like the the tension between them it seems like it's all about like nothing. They're really just two people who don't get along. And Bennett keeps insinuating that Noah is too young and that he's childish. He gives him a book on emotional intelligence, which gives us all flashbacks to Taylor Nolan talking about emotional intelligence. Bennett says that he didn't have it back when he was Noah's age. He also gives him a red bandana, which is a sign of friendship, he says. And he doesn't want there to be any bad blood moving forward. But then when he gives him the you know emotional intelligence book and the mustache socks, which is, you know, uh, a little bit of a, a reference to the fact that he should only be anybody. Nobody should be wearing a mustache anywhere but their feet, Bennett says. All these are little nudges at how much he doesn't think Noah should be around anymore, so they're they're not real gifts. However, Bennett keeps saying that they are sincere. It looks like this gift is going to be the demise of Bennett because he's. Tasha comes and sits down with Noah and Bennett, and Bennett's like, "Yeah, everything's childish. I just don't want anything to be childish." and I think that she's a little bit confused in the moment, but then we get a to be continued when she says what's in that box. She's going to open that box and see how demeaning everything is towards Noah, and she's going to eliminate Bennett. This is just what I think. What about you?
2: Well, you just said it, right? You just said a word that I think a lot of people are wondering. Was this box demeaning? Because Noah's claiming, Bennett, this is another sign of you just being demeaning to me, of bullying me. Of pushing me around of making stuff out of nothing like we could have easily came on this date Um, instead here's the part like if Bennett would have sat down and said no actually I don't like you and I'm going to give you this gift to show you that I'd be more okay with it but instead Bennett tried to wrap it up and manipulate the situation by saying hey I'm always a peacemaker I'm always a guy that likes to make peace so he's lying because this is not him making peace and then he presents the gift as something that's going to be uplifting and help Noah. And he continues to manipulate Noah and say, I'm just doing this out of love, man. Like, I'm just trying to help you out. And Noah's sitting there going, No, Bennett, this is another sign of you being demeaning to me, of pushing me around. It's not okay. And I wasn't okay with that either because what, I mean, we just witnessed Bennett manipulating a situation and making somebody feel belittled, which is never okay on this show.
0: Sort of. I I don't even know if I agree with the word manipulating because I feel like manipulating is when somebody's like buying into it and Noah is not buying into this, this Bennett BS. Yeah, but
2: manipulation is also, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, what is it? Like... I don't know the right word then to use, but like Bennett presents this as, Hey, this is something that I'm I'm just trying to cause peace, man. I'm just, I'm just here to show love. And then he twists it and it's only something that Noah has to sit through and feel worse about himself. Like, can you imagine somebody opening this box up in front of you and saying, this is what I think of you. And I'm going to, I'm going to act like it's out of love and care, but really you're just going to sit there and have to take me criticizing you for minutes upon minutes. Like it's not okay
0: okay so we are uh, think I think some of us me included are watching this b- being like oh but this is sort of funny because it's coming from Bennett and he's using this word oh now we've fallen into a foley or something like that and it's just like well first off he used the
2: wrong word of folly folly folly, folly has to if you're gonna pluralize it it has to be follies like he 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 did not use folly right folly follies. was wrong okay He'd, follies <laughs> is the plural and he's talking about two of them coming into a disagreement so he was wrong oh
0: smart Smart, smart ben. Okay, so but could you imagine if there's just like a regular person, like not a person who's a walking caricature, but like a regular person and they handed you this demeaning gift, that person would be villainized so fast. That person would be a straight up villain. In this case, Bennett's almost halfway getting away with it because we think that he he seems like an actor for hire.
2: Well, let's see if he gets away with it, because obviously, as you said, Tasha is going to open up this gift and we'll see what she says. I mean, we, we'll have to base our opinion on what Tasha does, but I know how I stand right now and it's obvious how you stand, too. Ashley, it's going to be a great episode next week. Uh, obviously, we're leaving this episode on a cliffhanger with a lot to, a lot of unknowns, uh, a lot to discover. Another great episode of Tasha's season and another great episode of Almost Famous Podcast. Thanks to all the guests who came on. Ashley, you're the best. Uh, we'll be back next week. With that, I've been Ben.
0: I've been Ashley. Bye, guys.
3: Later on. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety. They also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.
2: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
1: I've discovered the secret to
0: turning diaper duty into pure parenting joy. Okay, well, that might be a stretch, but Pampers Swaddlers is truly the answer. They feature a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, including even blowouts. And for 2024's hottest baby shower slash sprinkle gift, it's the Pampers diaper stash. I am so for diapers for a baby shower. Our registry. This Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund where family and friends can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. Just create an account, share it, and then watch it grow and then gift it. So easy. So, whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak free happiness with Pampers Swaddlers and the Pampers Diaper Stash. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded, too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases.
2: That's right. Cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention? There are no fees. Period. Period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC.